0: Byron, hi. Welcome to Movie Butts. Uh, I'm Annie Joe. Hello, I'm Uh, Dane. Yeah, well, uh, this is uh, the Movie Butts podcast where we basically calculate the best and worst of a certain topic, whether it be a filmmaker, actor, uh, studio, production company, series, whatever it is, and we watch the best and the worst. Um, This one, I think, has resulted in me being more stupid than I was about a week ago. Um, We watched Madea movies. Uh, For for all you... um, is it Madea uh, or Medea? I've been saying Medea. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I honestly, I think I have a bit of a blood blood vessel pop every time I even attempt to say it because I don't know. Right, um, right, right. Um, for all you uh, Australians, it's probably a very American thing. This, um, not something that a lot of Aussies would have. Seen. Oh, it's
1: such a super American thing. Like you look at the box office intake, and it's like. Made fifty million dollars, and forty nine point seven eight million was domestic.
0: Domestic, yeah. So, uh, can you can you kind of like give a description of the whole background behind these kind of movies? Because I'm still trying to process it how it all works.
1: Yeah, right. So, these movies come from a uh, a, a franchise of films that are called like a direct, written and directed. By Tyler Perry, and they're all called Tyler Perry's Medea's some shit. Like it, he always, he always puts his name at the beginning, and it's like part of the official title for the movie. Which like, all right, um, and he he plays um a woman, and it's not like Big Mama's house where it's a guy dressed as a woman. It's like it is. It's a guy dressed as a woman, but he it is
0: a woman in canon.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, she's a woman and um, she just goes on like a bunch of adventures, <laughs> sort of, that has a, has some, we only watched two of them and there's 11 of these things.
0: Mm. So I think the best way I could describe them as exploitation films, kind of, not like, not like, um, not like a, a B movie where it's kind of like funny but it's kind of like a almost exploiting an audience or something. I don't know. It's just, I can't, I can't figure out where it, how it sits in a zeitgeist. Um, uh, yeah, that definitely was the thing that was fucking with me the most. Yeah. So the, yeah, they're, um, it's, they're, they're comedy dramas. I'd say comedy dramas, comedies, dramas.
1: Well, nah, man, like the, the, the first one we
0: watched, the, Medea's big family actually let's let's digress a little bit so the two that we decided to watch was Medea's big happy family which I think was about the fifth in the series uh, it's
1: it's it's called Tyler Perry's Medea's big happy family
0: oh sorry Dane show some
1: I, fucking respect to, yeah, to this auteur. You,
0: you can you can um, hold you know hold back on your criticism I've worked hard and um, <laughs> I can't remember everything so what is it again Med- Tyler Perry's Medea's Big happy family, yeah. Right. Okay. So that was critically and commercially the most successful of his. Um, they're all commercially relatively successful. That's uh, one of the hard things when it came to doing the math. They're all made for about twenty five million, sometimes less, and they always double their budget, which is um, which is interesting, uh, especially for things that, for the life of me, wouldn't ever have considered even existing. Um, before we even talked about this, um, then the worst one we watched was Boo Two a Medea Halloween. Is that, sorry, Tyler Perry's a Boo Two, Medea's Halloween. I think is that what it's, is that what it's called? Yeah, Tyler
1: Perry's Boo Two a Medea Halloween. I think. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so um, math for this was a bit perplexing because. Um, I think there's a bit of tribalism when it comes to these series. There, It has a lot of its dedicated fans um, where the critics fucking hate all of them. The yeah, well, they they
1: make money every time.
0: Yeah, and also, I don't know if you had a look into the... Um, into the uh, into the uh, user rating. So uh, I, I should have mentioned before. I calculate the Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb user and um, critic calculations for all these things, and then that's what determines the best and the worst. User ratings for a lot of these, apart from IMDb. IMDb users are savage. Always, they're always fucking savage. Um, a lot of the a lot of the audience scores were relatively moderate. Did you notice that? Did you have a look and notice that? Nah, I didn't really check out the reviews because I didn't want to um, copy any opinions. Totally. But... So, like, there are some where the critic rating is, say, let's just say a 16 out of 100, and the audience score is about 65-70? Yeah,
1: well, I looked at the box office and a bit of the um, history of, like, this dude, Tyler Perry, and um, the the franchise, and I assumed that it would be a case of, like, low critic scores and high uh audiences because like they just keep showing up to see them like i'm aware that these things are critically panned like
0: i, I you know this wasn't new to me i'm aware of the Medea things mm. Mm. i i they were always this weird oddity that i think got i noticed because of like south park making fun of it um mm. where yeah Token... that's the first time i heard of it Token just keeps handing Tyler Perry money. And I think I understand (laughs) where that joke comes from now, you know, like, um, finally got uh, that joke. Yeah. So again, the, it was, it was weird to calculate. And I feel like I kind of shot us a little bit in the foot simply because we're not watching a good and a bad movie. We're watching a bad movie and a terrible film. Um, you know, there's no, there was no, there was no, you know, Mm. At least with Anger Management, that movie is, like, enjoyable. You know, like, you could kind of enjoy it. You could have moments of respite knowing that you're watching a movie with Jack Nicholson in it. This was just... um,
1: Well, you know, with um, that first one, the one that, you know, the good one, uh,
0: I can see something in that similar to Anger Management. mm, Um, mm. Well, let's, let's just digress one more time because I feel like we keep... I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. Dane, do you mind uh, giving a uh, plot synopsis for Tyler Perry's Medea's A Big Happy Family? Um,
1: Okay, right. So basically what happens is uh, there's um, a woman who is like uh, center of a big family. Not Medea. This is like Medea's... She's not related
0: to Medea at all.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Like, these families are so (laughs) fucking huge. (laughs) We'll Um, get into that. (laughs) Yeah, but okay. So, there's this woman at the beginning and and the doctor's like, you got cancer? And she's like, oh, shit. Well, I just want to get my family all together and tell them all at once that I have cancer. And then... um, So, then the film follows her trying to get her family together. Um, to just have uh, a dinner at her place all at once without them fighting. And then um, we spend time throughout throughout the movie with different members of the family and get to know them and understand their troubles. And they're very troubled. They fight a lot and... You know, there's, like, husbands and wives who are thinking about getting a divorce and the, and the younger ones who are, like, having troubled relationships as well. And all this um, woman wants is to get her family together so that she can tell them she has cancer. And uh, it's so hard, but in the end of the day, some, Spoilers, for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, Medea gets involved. And that's the movie, I think.
0: I can tell you exactly why Medea gets involved because clearly this guy's movies without her doesn't make any money. So he, <laughs> needs to sh- he needs to shoehorn this fucking character into everything that he does.
1: Oh, and this is shoehorned in.
0: Yeah. She's not a part of the plot at all. Um, So I was lost very early on in this film. Um, and I, figured out I was lost for the complete wrong reason. I thought that these characters were all ones that we should have been introduced to in previous films. It felt it felt like this was um, you know, the fourth or fifth in a series about the same family. So it felt it, it, it felt like um, you know, they're talking about these events and these things... And I'm like... Oh, if I'd seen the second movie... Or the first movie... I might understand the context... for what they're talking about... Um, however... I did a bit of reading... And none of these characters... Apart from like Midday And like two of them... Um, are even in any of the other films... So this is a standalone film... It just... For some reason... Uh, handles information in a way that assumes that we know these people um, and that we should give a shit. Um, I don't know. Did you find that at all? Did you feel like you you, you were missing information?
1: Yeah, I, it was about halfway through that I figured out what was going on, which I assumed was, okay, Tyler Perry wrote... Um, a different story that had nothing to do with Medea, and then he had to just find a way to put her in there, because I was thinking, like, oh, shit, okay, this is, like, the sixth one or something, I don't know who any of these characters are, but then they were introducing themselves in, um, in, in really ways, poorly written ways? Yeah, in ways that felt like just heavy exposition. So, I, I was like, okay, these actually, this actually feels how you'd introduce all these characters for the first time. And then watching this drama unfold, I'm like, oh, he just had this idea for this story, but couldn't sell it without this character. Because she kept not even interacting with the other characters. It would just cut to her doing and her, her side rant. story. Yeah, just not even a fucking story just cut to medea doing random skits mm-hmm. and this shit is like when i say a melodrama i don't mean in the way i said 1941 is a drama i mean because that was cut like a drama it had jokes Hmm. this legitimately has no jokes it's a melodrama it's like a soap opera
0: i yeah see, that's i think that's a better fitting word i like a good melodrama you know i have this i have a weird thing for 50s melodramas i find them really like fun you know i can sit back with a wine and you know watch this old film and really get into it and really get into the melodrama yes yeah, soap i think is probably a better way to describe it. It felt like it, again, if, if I had told you, if that, if you had split this up into like 20 to 30 minutes chunks and you watched it and I said, this is season three or season four of, um, big happy family, the melodrama, the, uh, the soap opera, you'd believe me, right?
1: Oh, you'd have no doubt. And actually, then if you're like, nah, just kidding, you'd be like, oh, uh, okay. Then it's, what? It's what is just, this beast? Yeah, what is this? It's just a soap opera.
0: Mm. I, yeah, I, I, I also was getting confused about all of the relationships and that became even more confusing with the second one that we watched. Are they all, re- they're not, uh, they're not related. That family, that family that we follow... I don't understand what they have to do with Medea. Like, I don't think they have anything to do with Medea. Or Mede. What is it? What did you say it is?
1: Medea. I say Medea. Medea. Because I'm pretty sure that's what they called her in the movie.
0: Mm. But they also say words in really fucking retarded ways. So, yeah, um... and
1: I will promise not to do any of the impersonations. I made, I made a vow to myself as I was watching them. I'm like... All right, I'm not going to do any of these fucked up like
0: I feel like that should go out the window because the first thing I did was go, Bye, ring <laughs> I had to get um, the hello, in. Hello. <laughs> um, that, that one reoccurring gag is the only thing that I found funny in the film. Mm. Uh, that's why you know where she just keeps saying his name in this really long and obnoxious way I don't know It made, that made me laugh every time <laughs> it's just so cooked <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know um, yeah I don't so what do you think why is this one out of all of them why is this the one that gets a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 25% on Metacritic why is this the one that gets a good rap with, uh, um, with
1: because
0: creep. it's, it's, it's pretty,
1: um, I mean, like it is, cause it is like, I, 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 I know you disagree, but I do think it is the, like the definition of a melodrama. It's not a good one. Uh, if, you know, you can have such a thing by meaning that it's like every character is, is one dimensional, plays on stereotypes um And their relationships are over dramatized, and it's deliberately made to play to your most base emotions. So it's, it's like the thing with um, a good soap opera is no one is sitting there thinking that that shit is gold. It's it's trash. They know it's trash and they're like, yeah, but like it's so easy to get hooked in because it's like, is she gonna lose the baby? And it knows ex- and and that's how this movie plays out is like, I found myself not being particularly bored. I did feel like I was in some sort of fucked up time vortex. But I wasn't I wasn't that bored because I was I I was kind of like, oh, is he gonna go back to slinging? Oh, no, he's What if his mum finds out?
0: So, oh, you actually bought into the melodrama. You, you got, you got wrapped up in little bowels. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I got reeled in a bit, and I think that's why it was a little more commendable because it's like, all right, you got me reeled in a little bit here. Mm, mm.
0: But it, it, honestly, it, it set thing. The thing is, whereas it might have been slightly interesting at times, and again, buying into the kind of tripe of the whole thing. Um, things were resolved and new conflicts were started very quickly. That <laughs> that that I I had that I don't think I had the exact same um uh response as you. Like like for for instance, uh, little Bow Wow plays a guy named Byron in the film Byron. Anyway, he was a drug dealer and, and basically his ex girlfriend and his current girlfriend are both t- telling him to go sell drugs again. I think that's and um, anyway, he gets arrested falsely or was he doing selling drugs? I can't remember. Was he actually slinging again?
1: No, he wasn't.
0: Yeah. So he just gets arrested for no reason. And I don't think they explain it. I think they insinuate it's the X, but um, they're just falsely. But they don't I don't think they explain it well enough as to why he gets arrested.
1: That's the thing about it is anytime you could uh, delve into something interesting, he just doesn't. Yeah. And, and it's then, just like, well, all right then, I'm going to move on to the next uh, Yeah, subplot. so he's
0: getting he's getting he's getting arrested. He goes to uh jail and then the plot then becomes the mother trying to get money to get bail him out essentially for at least 10 minutes of the film. That was kind of what was going on. And then it just forgets about that. Um and then it's the next drama and then the next drama and then um it doesn't really settle down and like try and do one thing like well, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that's the thing, and it's always um like just ham fisted like preachy dialogue
0: mm. where
1: it's like the mum shows up to uh literally her daughter's mansion mm. and is like I need money to bail out Lil Bow Wow. And then she's like, what you talking about, mama? We ain't got no money. And it's like, this is a mansion. Like, I'm not fucking kidding around. It, she's living in a mansion. They all live in mansions. This kid does not need to be selling drugs. His whole family is rich. They all have beautiful homes.
0: Yeah, see, that's that's I that's something I always have issues with in um in in a lot of films, and I understand um that you sometimes need a bigger space to accommodate for the gear when you're shooting. But if you have characters screaming poverty, have them live in a bedsitter or something. Don't have them living in this big fucking nice house yeah no i I totally agree you know that i think i i think i felt that but didn't think that hey at least
1: adam sandler has the fucking decency to when he started filming in these easy luxurious locations uh to just change his character to an ad executive or whatever yeah he's not still pretending to be broke ass happy gilmore type characters he's like but I got the big job interview. Maybe I'm going to make partner look mm. at my house.
0: Even in even in murder mystery, he might be a cop. But, like, you know, a cop's a far better person than someone who's fucking driving the fucking Zamboni in, in a fucking hockey ring, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it totally makes a bit more sense. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, the thing is, this, this for me... Uh, yeah again apart from buying into the melodrama a little bit i don't think anything else was really done successfully i don't know like the the comedy i i don't i didn't understand what they were saying sometimes specifically with midday i don't know i don't know
1: yeah it's because they speak in um what's the like scientific term for just like black stereotypical slang like ebonics or something jive
0: talking or something yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) like um i actually um felt really weird watching it because i was like is this racist i don't know
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's something i i had issues with and like i'm i'm like am i racist for not understanding this or is it or is he being racist? Yeah, because
1: I was like, all right, ma- I think maybe I'm just ignorant and I just don't get like why this is like funny mm. or whatever. Mm. And then I read this um thing Spike Lee was saying.
0: I love Spike. I I, I read about what Spike Lee thinks. Of yeah, shit. yeah, I love it.
1: Where he's like, this is like a minstrel show. <laughs> and I was thinking like, if if a if a fucking black actor's did a minstrel show for a black audience and the whole theater and uh shit was owned by black people is that still like then that's just their thing and they just like that stuff so i was like Mm. all right whatever i'm not gonna think about this too much Mm. and there's there's clearly an
0: audience for it because these things make money but um let's you know what what outside of race, background, culture, sexuality, all that stuff, I think it's easy to say that it's the lowest common denominator that like these fucking films, right? Oh, no
1: doubt about that. Like, you know, yeah, there's no doubt. There's not like, no one can ever fucking tell me that this shit is nuanced and you just don't get it. It's like, look, maybe I don't find it funny because I'm not in that act, but like, you can, it's very clear that this is not be,
0: Hmm. I think, I think it's like the equivalent for us uh, of maybe like, like unironically really liking everything that Paul Fennec does, you know, like fat pizza, swift and shift.
1: I was thinking Um, that this shit was reminding me of houses.
0: Yeah. So like, you know, uh, again, because we have a bit of cultural context for, for that, there are things I think that make us laugh. You know, I, I do a lot of the jokes in that shit, I don't laugh at in house-os and Fat Pizza and stuff. However, there are there are gems, and I think it's a cultural thing. I think I get it because I'm from Australia. I get it because I'm not from the North Shore. I'm from a relatively middle class. No, I think little, House's you
1: know. is a good example because there's like shit in house-os, like with like some skinny chick with like just dead straight hair, like walking up this like alleyway that has heaps of overgrown grass and graffiti and just like screaming, you fucking dog. And there's, <laughs> and there's a ridiculously old man trying to get past her on a mobility scooter. <laughs> like I laughed at that shit. Cause I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I've seen that so many yeah, times.
0: That's the thing. And, and I'm sure there are, there are, there's de- actually not art. There definitely is people that really relate to this or at least like, the thing is, I was thinking that maybe the, the audience gets a form of catharsis because the um, the Maday does things in situations that these people probably don't feel comfortable doing. Mm. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, they say these outrageous things and it might be like they laugh because they can't do that or something. I don't know. Um Yeah, Yeah, I mean,
1: I took it to be a bit like, um, you know, a certain relatability and it's like, look, I don't, I don't fucking care if it's a stereotype, like, you know, this is just like highlighting the funniest parts of shit that's true. And so I find it funny just because it's stuff that I, it's the funny parts of my life that I can relate to and cutting out all the difficult bits or even when the difficult bits are put in there. Like in this film, you have all this difficult drama and then at the end of the day, Medea comes along and she's just like, y'all need to treat each other with some respect and then she slaps a child in the face and I think for some people, they might be like, yeah, my fucking hero. I wish I could do that. Like, fuck yeah.
0: yeah. Millennials, I want to slap that kid in the head. Yeah, no, that's, again, that's what I was just saying with just kind of, like, this wish-fulfillment sort of thing. These characters can do things they can't, but there, of course, is that relatability there, you know? Um, yeah, I just, yeah, it's just, it's, have you, did you read or look at his filmography or how much shit this guy does?
1: Um, Yeah, I was surprised to find out that, like, all the Medea films, almost all of them, are adaptations of plays that he's done just like the year before
0: yeah so he he basically makes a play this is again so this is from about the 90s i think he made *Midday*, and i think he made about four or five plays um that were i guess successful clearly um and then yeah he started making movies at the same time he started um uh making the plays. So this guy was like I think he pumped he's like a he's not a Woody Allen, but he's close to the fact that he's releasing one to two movies a year, which is a lot. Um but on top of that, this cunt at any given time has four T V shows going at the same time. Yeah. He has four. Like I think he's had about eight or nine, maybe ten shows. And at the moment, yeah, I think there's about three going. And yeah, at one point I was looking at it. He had four shows that were going at the same time that he was a creator of. He had created two movies in that same year and put on three plays. So this guy knows how to work. Yeah, he like pumps I'll, this shit out. I'll, I'll give him respect. There's a, you know, this guy, I think a few years ago was one of the most successful filmmakers financially. And it's because he, he's found an audience. He's found what works. And he exploits the shit out of it. And he exploits the absolute shit out of it. He knows <laughs> how to, he knows, he knows what to do.
1: Milks and... that cow dry, but he knows just where to stop before he kills it so he can just well, milk it again tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I, for, and for who me, cares um, if the
1: milk is quality? It doesn't have to be quality. He's found people who are willing to drink this shit up.
0: Totally, totally. He's, again, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's to a point where like, Clearly, his movies aren't good, but it doesn't matter simply because, um, yeah, they're going to buy tickets. <laughs> they, they, there are people that are... Pro- it's like an institution. It's like, you know, there are people that, like, they're like, oh, I'm, I can't wait to go and see the next Woody Allen movie. It's clearly Tyler Perry has that same, um, yep. you know, following. Um, Positive things I can think about this movie specifically is the actress who played... Um, the woman who's dying, I could see that she was trying her hardest. She's the only you know? one who
1: gives a, a credible performance.
0: Totally. You know, uh, and, and, and everyone else is me, really bad. Yeah. It was making me feel, I felt for her. She, she really tried. Um, she wasn't overdoing it, um, mm. which, uh, you know, everyone else in this film was everyone. Again, you're right. One dimensional. Everyone was just over the fucking top with this shit. And then there's her sitting in the corner going, I've got cancer. But like, <laughs> but that's like a good thing, you know? Like, yeah. She but has cancer, she,
1: she but... um, she gave a, she gave up actually like a, a pretty decent performance for how one dimensional her character was. Like her, her character she, is, I've got cancer. Um, she was a
0: concrete rose, you know? Like, yeah. She was where everyone she was, else somewhere is somewhere she like,
1: wasn't meant to be. Everyone else is soap acting
0: yeah it's um not not i honestly he, he's killed off he's killed off midi apparently apparently Made's no longer going to be in any of his movies mm. um and i i think she's the worst part <laughs> like <laughs> you know i i know clearly people must like her but every time i saw his fucking head i wanted to like Oh, I just, I just, it just made me angry, you know? Well, it was um, really
1: frustrating and like, so the thing that is, it sounds actually more jarring than it was, but it is quite jarring seeing these like scenes of melodrama and then you cut to Tyler Perry in a dress, just being <laughs> like, what you talking about? And it's then it turns into a I want really- my breakfast really really broad comedy suddenly and it but it it kind of works like it's not good and it doesn't work but it's not as insane as it sounds like it is believable but that this is all happening in the same universe and i think it's just because because it's
0: so melodramatic
1: yeah and, it's because the melodrama big... hits into the same level of your brain that uh broad comedy does
0: yeah yeah, as uh so you you kind of bought into it because of how kind of over the top it was. Um did you find it particularly funny?
1: No, not one bit. I'd laughed um at the beginning because there's like a 3 minute scene that I was thinking is maybe improv, but actually I don't think it is. A, I think it's the opposite. It's heavily scripted. Um where there's a grandmother in the movie, her character, oh, she's meant to be sort of the comedic relief, but she sucks. It's this grandmother no, who no, no, sm- no, 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 no,
0: no. All of them, all of that family are the comic relief. That whole other sub, that their comic relief. You know, yeah, the
1: the old the old people. Yeah. Um. Well, the 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 grandmother who smokes weed. Um, is in a lot of the scenes, or in or around scenes. With the melodramatic younger people. And um, at the beginning of the film, she's in the doctor's office with the, the main character, the woman with cancer. And she just starts making jokes where she's just like... The doctor comes in. She's like, oh, he's handsome. And then starts dancing around him and... Ma-
0: Rubbing her her backside against his dick to check if he's gay.
1: Yeah, and then she's like, "Ooh, he's not gay because maybe I guess he got a boner." <laughs> boner? Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't want to think about it too much, to be honest. Yeah, it was,
1: and then it's really broad comedy. Mm. And then she leaves, and she's like, "I'm gonna go and smoke weed, I laugh." And then, um, and then as, as soon as she leaves, we're in the same scene. We're in the same fucking shot. The doctor's like, "It's not good news, I'm afraid." And then she's like. Oh, what is it? And he's like, the cancer's returned. And it just changes to like, yeah. And that's when I giggled. I was like, okay, what am I in for here? And then the rest of the movie follows that tone, but it gets very boring. It's very tedious and it's strange. That's the one thing I'll give it is that it's so bizarre that it's kind of a trip. You're like, okay, I haven't really seen anything like that. I shouldn't have seen something like that. This it, it shouldn't exist. But hey, that was a kind of different, I guess.
0: Um, well, I think I've spent enough time on this film. I think I can happily never talk about this one ever again. Um, so that was the that was the good one. Um, the the next one. <laughs> <laughs> um. So after after watching um Medea, oh sorry, t- fucking hell, I'm fucking really disrespectful. Tyler Perry's Medea's Big Happy Family. Um, we had to watch the one that is critically and commercially not commercially, commercially it's fine, critically an audience uh regarded as the worst, and that is Tyler Perry's. Boo to A Medea Halloween. Um, well, Dane, um, do you mind doing the honours of um, explaining to the audience what this film...
1: I don't what, know. I don't... Okay, what's so... The
0: plot, what's the plot of this film? What's uh, the... Uh,
1: okay. I... I can just basically say the things that I think happened in it. It's like, um... But the, Tyler Perry is, at the beginning of the film, is playing just like a dude in a suit, and he's the father of this daughter who's just, he's, yeah, who's just turned 18, and he's all like, shows up to her school in a freaking party hat and always throws her a surprise birthday party every year. But this year she's 18 and she's like, I'm too old for that and I don't want to do that. And then he's, um, he's, his uh, ex-wife is like, yeah, that, that shit's lame. And then the, then the daughter who's turned 18, she's like, I want to go party with these, uh, college boys. And then Fousey Tube is in it and he's a college guy. And then they go and have a party and then the dad's like, no, you shouldn't go. And then I think Medea's, like, his mom or something. I don't know. And But, you know, he's hanging out with the Medea's old people gang. And there's a lot of them, like, Medea's in this one a lot with Tyler Perry dressed up as a guy and then two other fat, funny women. And they just have, like, funny old people conversations a lot.
0: That I could not understand a single fucking thing they were saying most of the time. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then... uh And then so she goes to this party out in this, uh, the woods where someone was killed some time ago. And, uh, so Medea's like, oh, we gotta go and stop those children from getting axe murdered. And so her and the old people gang go out to where this party is to try to help them. But while the party's happening... Um, some like ghoul girl and a chainsaw <laughs> and a chainsaw guy attack them and it turns into a horror film in like in like the last half an hour. Most of it like most of the film is just scenes with characters and they're just saying things and I'm honestly sitting there like I don't know what you're saying. Not not that I don't understand the words, but they're not going anywhere. It's just yeah. talking around in circles. being like my dad doesn't want me coming to this party, but here I am. And then there's a guy who's like, yeah, here you are, girl. And she's like, yeah, that's right. And then you cut to two other characters who I thought were the same characters for a while, but no, they're two different people. And then she's like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't even be out here. And then he's like, yeah, maybe not, but who cares, you're a scaredy. And then she's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, hmm, down to fuck later. And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, yeah, maybe. And then that's like 45 minutes of that shit just keeps happening. And then you cut back to Medea and the old people in the car. And she's like, God damn, I'm going down there to give me fried chicken. And then I'm like, this isn't okay. Why am I watching this movie? What are you doing to me, Joe? I'm so miserable. Make it stop.
0: Nothing in this film was okay. See, like the first act, which is essentially... Um, a dad not letting her his daughter live her life free, right? Um, I think that's kind of what's happening is he's a very controlling father and doesn't let her do things. However, it's kind of slowly but surely shown to be justified because she's a fucking idiot. So um, that's yeah, she's basically... Spoiled.
1: She's spoiled by the mum and the dad's too controlling.
0: Yeah, so it's like... <clears throat> Honestly, neither of but I didn't feel really sorry for him either. Like I felt he was um, a bit too much. Like there was there was actually one line in the film that I thought was quite good, and that was when the mum said, um, "Sometimes you've got to let you've got got to give them a bit of room to let them fail." Um, I thought I kind of liked that line because it's it's true. Yeah, I but think.
1: I felt like the morals that he was pushing in this movie fundamentally he disagrees with that logic
0: yeah so it so he didn't the the as a filmmaker he doesn't believe what his character's saying but he also clearly wouldn't agree with what the mum's perspective is so it's just you're getting fucked from either end there's no there's no even like you know you'd think in this situation they'd use Medea as kind of this um you know, voice of reason, I guess. Like, you know, yeah. you have this overbearing father, you have this, you know, stupidly aloof and um, not giving a shit mother. And so clearly the end of this has to come to Medea being the, the, the matriarch and being the voice of reason. But no, she she is only in the film to be comic relief, Um and that's pretty well it. She incites the incident by overhearing the mum allowing them go to the to the death um to the death uh lake. But Mm. other than that, like at least utilize your character and utilize what your character can bring. Especially if people are paying to see a movie because she's in it. At least give her a point. Like, um, but, but, yeah, no, it's just... The thing is, this film also, because it was so top-heavy at the beginning with the, with the kind of melodrama, um, I kind of forgot that this was a Halloween film, you know? Like, it just... It, yeah. I feel like it forgot that it was meant to be this fucking exploitation mm-hmm. film.
1: I was checking. I kept... I was keeping an eye on it. It was um, 40 minutes in until... The girl's like, yeah, we're going to a party that's out at this place.
0: That was 40 minutes in.
1: Yeah. And then the dad's like, you're not going out there, are you? And then he shows a newspaper article to his friend. He's like, that's where all these kids were murdered uh, at this time ago. And that that feels like that was the point. It starts to become anything close to a horror film. That's when you enter that genre because it has that classic trope in it of like, Oh, you don't want to go down that road.
0: Do you think? Do you think he? So, okay. So, what do you think is the main reason people see his films? Is it a the comedy and the cultural references and the kind of um uh, you know the uh, empowering of black you know culture, or is it um is it the is it just the melodrama? Like, what 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 do you think he thinks? Is the reason people um, see his films?
1: Honestly, like I, I, I don't know. I think that really, it's just like it looks funny in the trailer, and the reason he's so stopped... it's the
0: comedy. You think?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I think all the other stuff. Right. That a fan of this shit might say, "Oh no, it's all this other stuff," but I think that they just make that excuse after the fact because they don't want to admit that they got fucking duped.
0: Like the 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 thing is, like with the one that the other one we watched, Tyler Perry's "Today's Big Happy Family," the thing we liked the most, well, I think we we can kind of agree on, was a bit of the melodrama. Was the buying into these you know, these really ham fisted storylines. Well, that's and the
1: only thing, that's the only thing that had structure to it. Yeah.
0: So it in this functioned. film, this film had, was very top heavy for that. There was a lot of melodrama in the film, you know, uh, for, for, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't have, you know, this is, this is the excuse. This is a very easy excuse to, um, to make an exploitation movie, to make it a, a horror comedy. And to, to go, you know what? People are going to buy tickets because it's Madee and they want to see her getting running running around and fighting zombies or whatever the fuck it is.
1: Well, I think the reason that he made this horror movie was because the, the previous year he made Boo, uh, Madea mm. Halloween. And mm. I think that that one did a little bit better than the last few, and people were really into it being like a Medea horror thing. So he's like, Well, I gotta do that again. What have I got? I well I got this script about um a dad who is you know having um issues with his ex and his and his daughters growing up. How can I cram Medea in? And how can I cram Medea horror in there? And this is what you get. And he mm. and he he's lazy. Like I'm gonna counter you on his uh, his work ethic that you complimented him for, because I don't think he works hard on these things. I think he puts minimal effort into them. He just does them. He I just does it, a lot of it.
0: I think at one point he worked hard, and I think it definitely at one point I feel like if we really want to get into it, we could probably find the moment that he stops giving a shit however i do not have the time nor the patience or the energy oh, to you don't want anymore. to sit down and really dig into that hole. <laughs> no, no i don't i don't want to see anything of his ever again unless unless of course i'm forced to you know <laughs> like like i am now um that'll be a know. job
1: for me i'm just imagining myself like snapping some surgeon's gloves and being like all right let's get into this
0: I'm like you never know. Like he, again, he's got thing. he's got four shows. He's got he's got two movies a year. I'm sure maybe the other one that he'd made the same year as 2 might have a bit of tender loving care in it, or maybe one of his shows. You can tell that that's the one that he really cares about. I don't know. I don't think he's a complete. I, mean, I think he cares
1: about money, and I think he cares about himself. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, the the one one thing I noticed was that he plays, um, not himself, but he's not in a dress. He plays a male character. Mm -hmm. And it's like Tyler Perry, as you've probably seen him on a red carpet with like his little bit of stubble that he thinks makes him look handsome. And, um, he reminded me a lot of an Adam Sandler character, like a Mm -hmm. late year Adam Sandler character. Who's like, I think he's meant to be a lovable, well-meaning guy who everyone's giving a bit of shit to. And he's like, oh, well, so what if I still baby my little girl? Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a cool guy. And like, uh, his friends will be talking shit around him. And he's always the character with the, um, the witty lines. Mm. And it's like, this feels like, uh, an Adam Sandler character.
0: It's a bit, it's a bit vanity projecty, you know. Um, like, yeah.
1: Can we go into the ending?
0: Let's, let's, let's. I, I kind of want to. I kind of want to talk about a few other things before we get to the ending. Um, so. Okay. Yeah. Are you there? Um, so basically, yep. the movie. I think is really, again, it's, it's lazy. It's really shitly made. And you can clearly tell like, there's a, it, it, it's meant to take place during a big party. And did you notice that just as soon as he clearly got everything he wanted, that he just told all the extras to go the fuck home? Yeah. That's just, because they I've just gone. Yeah. And, and that really annoyed me that just like that, you know, I'm like, okay, this is going to be an interesting setting. You know, constantly we're going to have interesting background things going on, and I'm like, okay, I can kind of at least dig this. But then you can just—I can guarantee you that he's on set and he's watched the rushes from the day before and he's seen all those shots. He's like, "That's awesome! no, now nah, that's everything we need. You can all go home." Yeah,
1: those extras were on set for half a day.
0: Yeah, and he got everything he needed, and then literally. As soon as they leave, it just slows down. Like we get, we got to finally to a point where the movie picks up pace, and I'm like, okay, cool. Now it's gonna become an exploitation uh, slasher film where we're gonna see people running around, you know? And no, then just yep, just becomes a fucking piece of shit with no, four characters and, trying to fuck,
1: and they don't all um, leave because they get killed. Or they get scared no, off No, they or just disappear. Yeah, but there's this line, One of the um, young women, she says... Um, she's like, where'd everybody go? I, and then he's like, oh, they go to bed early or something like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, it was really, it was really <laughs> lazy. Like, it's just... It's not... Yeah, the thing is... He, wrote, he clearly wrote himself into a corner. Because if they were running off scared... Then, of course, the main characters who we know... Uh, especially one of them, the girl that's the friend I think is meant to be slightly intelligent. I think is that what they, they were insinuating that a friend's smart. So clearly if, if it was, they were just running away from zombies or something that they would leave. But no, it's, it's basically, th- there's a, there's even a point near the end where Tyler Perry says, don't think about it. Do <laughs> did you remember that? You remember? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just fucked. Like, um, Anyway, um, yeah, so, anyway, then we have, then we have this car, Medea and her three friends, or family, or whatever the fuck they are, I don't know, like, the whole lines between family and friends in this is just blurred, I think, I think it, it doesn't matter, I guess. Mm. Um, it's just this car filled with comic relief, and, (laughs) you know, it's just four characters, that maybe on their own in a situation where they're surrounded by normal people might be funny, but you have someone, you have an old pimp. that's like, Oh, you fuck, you? I wanna fuck. I want to fuck. I want to fuck. You know, you have Medea, which is fucking Tyler Perry in a fucking dress. And then, and then you have this fucking like stoner old lady. And then this person who can barely, who speaks like a frog and it's just, like, it's not funny. <laughs> it's just, that was that doing your head in? Though, Just every time I cut to the car, I was just like, fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> <you know? laughs> like, I'm like, oh, yeah. here comes 10 minutes of not funny. Yeah. But, him- and these but they're, scenes ma- they're like- laughing on set.
1: Well, look, first I wanted to just say, like, the structure of the film is, like, you got... You'll have, like, a scene with the daughter who's like, I'm gonna go and party, and, and I don't even give a shit about rules. And then you cut to Medea and her friends for, like, ten minutes just doing improv or something. And then you cut to the dad who's like, but I still think that she's too young. And then uh, you cut to the daughter, and she's like, boy, am I gonna party then 10 minutes of improv with Medea. Yeah. The first third, of like, the first act is Medea and her friends are in the house. Everyone's in the house. Then the second act is the girls at the party. The dad's kind of gone. Medea and her friends are in the car for, like, seriously, like, almost the rest of the film, They are they are just driving there. Mm. And it's mostly just them sitting in the car, just doing improv maybe it's scripted i don't know but it feels like it's that same nauseating
0: feeling of like bad I, I, improv you know you know i think it had to have been scripted do you know why because you had to play two parts yeah so it had to have been scripted you can't improvise wrote that this shit. you know <laughs> anyway so then like they
1: get attacked by like a, a girl who looks like she's out of the ring but like Someone who showed up in a costume of like I'm the girl from the ring and and not a great one either And it's all badly lit. It's not horror lighting. It's it's really shit And there's a dude with a chainsaw as well and he chases them around But he doesn't really seem threatening. It's mostly them standing still I guess so it's you know easy to record sound and uh they're like, What are we gonna do? Oh no, a quick run and then cut to Medea being like, Hello Uh and then at the end the dad shows up, Tyler Perry's the dad, and uh he's like, Yeah, it was all a prank. I did this to teach you a lesson about being irresponsible. And then they're it's like oh, so what? dumb. Yeah, and that is seriously the ending. That is what happens. Yeah.
0: So when, when all the kids, when they just said, oh, I guess they all just went home. No, they had all been, the, 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 the twist was they get to the police station and all the kids that were at the party apparently had gotten arrested. Yeah. They're all and they were just in a cell. Scene. They're all yeah. just in a giant com- comedically big jail cell. Yeah. And the mum gets um,
1: into a panic. She's at the sheriff's office. And like, oh, my God, my daughter called me. She said she needs help. And the sheriff's just there like, oh, those bloody kids. And then he, then when the dad comes along and is like, ha got you, all, They go to the sheriff's office. And the daughter runs in. She's like, mom, mom. She's like, oh, my God, my baby. And then she's like, oh, it was dad. Dad did all this. And then the sheriff doesn't do anything. And then... He's like, I wanted to teach you a lesson, and then the the mom is like, we need to co parent together, and and you you know you were right about this stuff, and he's like, yeah, I was right, and then everything just works out in the end for that dude, and it makes zero fucking sense. He doesn't get arrested can, or anything. Uh, can
0: you? Can you remember the line? I can't remember the line, but it was the moment I realized that he really didn't even pretend to give a fuck. Um basically I think um what the girl the daughter goes um but where are the where is the chainsaw person and where's this and he goes just don't think about it.
1: Yeah, 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 That's yeah, yeah. a
0: line in the film. Okay, and, and then the
1: very end of the film is Tyler Perry's other funny old person character, the old pimp guy, hmm. um, is uh, outside the station. And then uh, the the chainsaw guy is there as well. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, That's Scuba Steve. Oh, wait, what happens? Yeah, there's a... Th- Oh, there's some, there's some, there's one of the horror characters is actually a horror character. The is actually is a the, horror character, and they yeah. go whoa, and they get in the car and they drive off.
0: Yeah, and he and doesn't bother it. to tell the people in the in the in the in the prison. He doesn't, and he doesn't care to tell his yeah. And they don't wife, run back inside
1: the police station or anything. They they jump in their car and they're like
0: whoa, get out of here, they, and they leave their family to get killed. Yeah, it's the old grandpa. And this and, and I know it's meant to be played for laughs, but just in the in the context of them trying to make a melodrama, it doesn't sit well with me at all. Tyler Perry's is...
1: not funny. He's not a funny guy. He has no. a shit sense of humor. I actually Googled is Tyler is Tyler Perry stupid? Because I had to know. Because <laughs> he looks like he's stupid. He has this dumb <laughs> fucking look on his face. I tell you like Dude, this movie pissed me off. I fucking hate this cunt. I could sort of respect that first one I watched. It's like, oh, he's trying. This one, I was like, eat a whole gallon of dicks, cunt, because this shit sucks. You're lazy and rich. You can fucking suck a fart out of my ass making me watch this shit, Tyler Perry.
0: Sorry, I'm, what were you going to say? I'm, I'm just apologising for making you watch Tyler Perry movies. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I feel inclined to watch them all now, though. I am kind of curious. <laughs> you can do that for the both of us. Yeah, cool. You know? I'll, let, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, it's... Uh, again, I... Compliment I, I can give this film, I guess, is... um. Oh, what can I even compliment? I, I don't think there is anything. This is this for me, this is worse than the master of disguise i I know that's I know that's a, yeah. a I think that's a hard thing to say, but for me, this is harder This was harder to watch no this is um, worse,
1: but it's like it's not even worth saying that because the thing is like there were at least some people involved in the production of Master of Disguise who cared about their job. Mm. I don't think mm. there was a single person involved with this production who wasn't like laughing as they were doing it and they not in not in like a, oh this is so funny way but in like we're just goofing off we're being lazy mm. they're like oh. slacking off at, at, at their job at mcdonald's you know what i mean like the, no one gave a fuck
0: you you just you just reminded you just reminded me of um of something um there's a the, you you know, like, I like a good film score. I'm sure you do too. Um, like, The Land Before Time, the music was really good and enriched the film, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a thing called elephant walking?
1: Uh, I know this song, The Elephant Walk, but no, I don't know what you're talking um, about.
0: Elephant, elephant, elephant walking is a type of score for a film where the action... Directly affects the music, so um, a good for the opposite of that would say like a would be a John Carpenter movie where there's like this theme and it's like do 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 you know something that's kind of like powerful and you feel it but it's not reacting to what's happening in the scene. The score to this film is probably one of the worst things I've ever heard because a character would go. Oh, you better be careful, and you better not go there. And the music would be like, "Ooh, spooky!" You know, like it's, it's, it's the type. Ele- elephant walking insinuates like, um, you know, a- an elephant walks, and you hear the, and the score is kind of, boop boop, yeah, You know, um, so the music was so retarded because, um, but but you know, the, clearly it sucks and it was boring and it was shit and this, and the guy that was doing the music really hated it. So he'd just like be like, Oh, they're walking down the stairs. Let's have just inspirational, you know, just like, (laughs) and it's just, and it's, and it's like, it's like fucking, um, you know, like trying to cover up that it sucks. And, and honestly it was insulting, you know? Did you did you even notice the music? It's just it's fucking uh. uh yeah, I did
1: because I noticed with this one like at the when I was meant to be laughing because like that's mm-hmm. why I, Yeah, you that's know? how I knew that Tyler Perry's uh main dad character was supposed <laughs> to be, was supposed to be like witty was because he'd finish a sentence by um you know, with his like little quip, hmm. and then they'd just be like, like that, that little comedy flourish music.
0: You know what I mean? Hmm. It's the it's, it's the like, oh, boom. it's it's the shit movie equivalent of a laugh track, I think. I wouldn't you be know. surprised if
1: um, the music was free, like, yeah. <laughs> like in <laughs> no, in
0: think, the, in the public domain. I think he pays people. Um, Anyway, uh, I think we've got to kind of wrap this up now. Um, Would you watch this film again, Dane? Uh, No, absolutely not. I'm trying to forget it. Um, So I think it's your turn to recommend what we're watching next week. What have you got in store for us, Dane? Um, Out of the first uh, 10 Tim Burton movies. Oh, my God. Yay. Okay, this will be really (laughs) fun. Oh my yeah. god, we get to watch quality films. This is a really this is a really nice. Thank you, Dane. Um I well, kinda...
1: I'm open that quality. I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of good ones in there.
0: Oh good. I hope we watch Beetlejuice. I love Beetlejuice and I haven't watched it in um, you know, so long. Um yeah, far out. That's I you know, I I can I just quickly apologize. Um <laughs> I kind of I kind of punished you for making me watch, um, land before time 13. Yeah. And, um, man,
1: this, this fucking was worse than land before time 13. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was. <laughs> so I, it's my, it's, I apologize. I was really insensitive and I, I, pun, I think it was a punishment to myself in the end as well. Cause I had to sit through that shit as well. Anyway, this has been the movie butts podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah. Uh, Keep those butts in those seats. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Okay.